Hey guys, welcome, welcome back to the Wise Up, Rise Up podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and clicking on this episode. Um, man, I just I just wanted to come on here and make this episode to talk to you guys briefly about, I know when I was going through my healing journey, you know, and I'm still going through my healing journey. I'm not saying anywhere at any point in time that I'm perfect and I have all my shit figured out, like not by any means you know yes i do try my try my hardest to educate people um you know on how they can heal from narcissistic abuse and you know just share with everybody you know what i did you know to work on myself and work through my healing journey because i know if it wasn't for other people's um pod let's say podcasts or youtube videos on other people out there, you know, that are educated and knowledgeable about narcissistic abuse, if it wasn't for that, their videos, if it wasn't for their podcast, I don't know what the fuck I would do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is why I go so hard to, you know, share my tips and tools and what I be doing to the outside world. Because again, you just never know who's whose experiences and whose knowledge can resonate with you, you know? So that's why I said, you know, if I'm on my spiritual journey, you know, heal, I'm healing and growing and evolving from narcissistic abuse, why not, you know, what's the worst that can happen with me spreading my voice and sharing with y'all the same knowledge and the same tips and tools that I be doing with, with you guys, right? So... In this episode, y'all, I want to talk about how the fuck I be dealing with thoughts that come up with, you know, my ex and his new supply. Like, you know, how do I cope with the thoughts that come up when sometimes, you know, you sit and you, you know, get a thought that passes by and you're just like, man, like, damn, like they're still going strong and you know, that your, your, your ego starts creating all these stupid stories about, oh, how, you know, what did she have that I didn't have and how, how, how can they make it work and, you know, we couldn't make it work or, you know, is he treating her better and, and you know, it looks like he's doing everything that I wanted him to do or she, she's, you wanted her to do is doing it to the new supply, you know, and all these thoughts come up from our ego, when I came to just sit and realize that like all these thoughts that are coming up, when you have those thoughts that come up that you think about the new supply and, you know, your ex, nurse, narcissist or whatever, all these thoughts, when you think about them, is all ego driven. It's all your ego being, you know, rubbed the wrong way and saying to yourself, like, why not me? Why not me? Why, you know, why is this happening to me? Like, why couldn't they see my value? Why couldn't they see my worth? And all this stuff like that. And let me break it down to you guys on how I was able to, you know, subside those thoughts. Take it, take note what I just said. Subside those thoughts. Like those, those thoughts still come around randomly here and there. But at the end of the day, I keep in mind that you know, healing is a journey, not a destination. You know, every when I was on my heel, like when the beginning, when all this shit went down, I kept beating myself up saying, 
what the hell? Like, one of these thoughts going to go away. I just want them to go away. I don't want to think about him no more. I don't want to, I don't want to think about this no more. I don't want to feel this pain. I don't, and you know, I was just being, beating myself up, being, you know, my worst enemy to myself, you know, asking all the wrong questions, right? So it's just like in the moment, it's like, bring yourself to center and ask yourself, how did you feel? When it's not about how he's made, how he, well, I could say he, you know, he or she, because it could be a man listening to this, it could be a woman listening to this, but how did you feel? How did that person make you feel? It's not about how that new person is making the new supply feel now. It's like standing the facts and how did they make you feel? That's what helped me the most is standing in that realization that this person was toxic as fuck every day arguing with me if I didn't you know listen to him he would put me down and get mad at me because I'm say I'm not listening to him I'm busy listening to other people or I couldn't have a mind of my own like literally this person wanted to control me on every aspect so it's just like I had to ground, when those thoughts come up, I have to ground myself to understand it's not about how he he was making, like for my situation, how he was he's making the new supply feel now. It has to do about me because everything has to do about you. Whoever's listening to this, if you are the victim in the situation, like it's about you, you know? It's not about how he or she is treating the new supply it's about you how did they treat you because at the end of the day they already moved on you know what i'm trying to say good or bad whatever it be the case they already moved on they have their new supply and you're left with you want needing somebody to be showing up and being there for you right now no at at the moment you may may feel alone, you know, and feel like I don't got nobody in my corner being there for me, even though you may have friends or family who are kind of supporting you or stuff like that. Some people, because it's not your significant other, you feel alone, even though you have friends and family, even though you have kids or even though you might have people that love you and care about you at the moment when you don't have that, you know, narcissist in your life no more. You may feel alone. And the reason for this, let me break it down for you guys to understand why you feel alone is because at the end of the day, that person made you so codependent on their love, their their, um, affection, um, their attention, their approval, right? This person conditioned you when you were with them to put them first in all of their means. So when you now are left alone to fend for yourself and you know you need to focus on you, your mind can't because at the end of the day, you're, you are so conditioned that that's, that's a no-no, that you are traumatized, that that's a no-no to think about you. But I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this podcast, it's time to think about you. It's time to put you first. Just like how you were showing up for that other person, it's time to show up for you. Your body, your mind, your heart, this situation is pushing you to show up for you, to love on yourself, to be there for yourself, right? Because for such a long period of time, you had nobody showing up for you. 
right? So yes, it might feel weird. It might feel awkward that you're making this transition that you need to focus all the attention back on yourself, but it's something that this situation pushed you to do, right? Because, and people always say like, why God am I going through this? You like sometimes messed up situations need to happen to push you to that extent to get to that level where you have no other choice but to focus on you. You have no other choice but to love on you. You have no other choice to show up for you. Because, you know, in the situation, you are so caught up on another person, right? And it's the same thing now. If you're constantly thinking about, you know, the narcissist and the new supply, you're still not showing up for yourself. You're not being there for you. You're constantly, you know, allowing your thoughts to focus on two other individuals that are moving on without you, right? And you're being left behind. So to to do what? Pick your pieces up and focus and build on you. This is not a bad thing. I know it may sound bad, but it's not. When you are pushed to be alone, that's when you can truly learn how to love yourself, embrace yourself, show up for you, treat yourself good. You know, do all the things that you desire somebody else to do for you. And what that does is that now uh, builds up this strength with inside of you that I'm learning that builds up a strength inside of you that when another person comes around and you see them disrespect you even the slightest way or overstep your boundaries or, you know, not appreciate your time or tries to come in and kind of love bomb you, you're so one with yourself. You're so in love with yourself that no, you don't tolerate no bullshit. You don't tolerate nobody coming in and out whenever they feel like it. You don't tolerate broken promises. You don't tolerate nothing. You are so respectful and love with yourself that you, and, and you know, does it become a little bit lonely? Yes, it does. But at the end of the day, again, we only... We only look at it in the perspective of, it, of, of us being alone because of the fact of how society has conditioned us not to actually be alone, you know, to always have a distraction, whether it be a distraction of social media, a distraction of TV, a di- distraction of going out with friends or, you know, sex or whatever. There's always this sort of distraction that doesn't allow us to spend time with ourselves, that doesn't allow us to love ourselves, that doesn't allow us to get to know ourselves, right? So again, that's why we'll look at it in the perspective of, oh, we're kind of alone or we feel alone because of how we're so conditioned. But when you do get that time to spend time with yourself, it allows you to reprogram your mind to know that you are never alone. God is always with you and you always have you. You're always going to have you to show up for yourself, to love yourself, to appreciate yourself, to do something nice for yourself. So again, what helps in that moment when you're constantly thinking about that, thinking about your ex, narcissist and the new supply is Standing in the facts and knowing how this person treated you, how they were showing up for you. The next thing is, is that writing down, how did that person make you feel? Not how that person is treating the new supply, but how did that person make you feel? You know, when you were with them, you know, for me, I can name you guys some examples. I know when I was with my ex narcissist, like I always felt alone. I never felt like I had his support, his true love. 
I always felt alone. I always felt like I was begging for affection, begging for his time and his attention. You know what I'm trying to say? Begging for respect. It's just the bare fucking minimum, you know, that was making me feel like, you know, I'm not worth, I have no worth. So at the end of the day, remind yourself how that toxic situation treated you, right? And that it was not, and the next thing is reminding yourself is that it was not always that bad. You got to remember they have a tactic where they will love bomb you until there's no time frame of the love bomb. They, they'll love bomb you until they see they got their hook in you. Now that love bombing can be four or five months. That love bombing can be a year. It could be a year and a half. It all depends on how long it takes to see you break down, to see that they have control on you. So when you're looking at your your ex-narcissist and you're looking at the new supply and you're thinking about, wow, it's been so long, but he's still treating her so good or he or he or she is treating him so good and vice versa, whatever, whatever your situation is, it's like you have to keep in mind that they are in the honeymoon phase, the love bombing phase, right? Everybody goes through that. That person, when you see that they never changed for you, what makes you think they're going to get into something else and they're going to change? They are who they are, right? Especially narcissists. They have a personality disorder. They might just meet somebody who's willing to settle and not complain, um, not, not bother them to change, not ask them to change, each to its own. But if you're in that situation and you're no longer with that narcissist no more, it's because deep down you knew that you were, you deserved better. You wanted better. But every change, every transition is always going to be challenging. It's always going to challenge you. It's always going to, you know, sometimes bring pain or discomfort and all that because that's what growth is. That's what growth is. Nothing comes easy in life. Nothing's ever going to be easy in life. And it's always going to be a challenge when you're you're cha- changing a new job or moving out of state or just doing something different, you know? When it comes to when it comes to life and changes, it's never going to be easy. Hey, you, you may, you know, go through a transition right now with your, you, you know, your ex and having a new supply and that may be difficult. But then later, later on down the line, you'll see that the growth and the strength that you built with this situation will help you later on down the future, right? To grow and to evolve and, you know, help you to be more um, grounded, when a next situation similar to that comes about, right? But in a different way, right? Brings you the same type of pain, but just in a different way. So everything, life doesn't happen to you, life happens for you. There's always valuable lessons you can learn from every situation that you experience inside of life that it's all up to us to show up for ourselves. So through this whole episode, it's like, I just want you to know that Thoughts are always going to come and go. You know what I'm trying to say? But it's your perspective on how you're going to allow those thoughts to consume you. If you always look at things in a negative way, like, oh, this is, I keep thinking about this person and it sucks and it hurts. And you keep thinking about it negative, then it'll consume. It will consume you and your emotions and your thoughts in a negative way. But if you try to say to yourself, okay, I'm thinking about this person way too much. I'm thinking about the new supply and all. But what about me? Who's showing up for me? Who's taking care of me? Who's loving me? 
You see what I mean? Like when you can turn the script, it's turn the your mindset to stop focusing on the other person, stop focusing on a new supply and focus on how you're showing up for you. Are you being your worst enemy right now? What thoughts are you saying consistently? Are you putting yourself down by saying, what does she have that, you know, she or he have that I don't have? What if you have it all? But that person was intimidated because you had it all, right? So at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that <coughs> if someone chooses someone else, means that you're lacking. God created us whole and complete, meaning we lack nothing. There's nothing that you lack. At the end of the day, it's just everybody has free will to pick and choose what works for them or what doesn't work for them. Just like how when you know that you deserve better, right? So it's just staying grounded, you guys, and showing up for yourself and taking all that attention that you're you're putting on that new supply and your ex and putting it on you to show up for you, to build yourself up, to love on yourself, to tell yourself the good things and the nice things that you deserve to hear. Because no matter who you are, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whoever's listening to this, you are a king, you are a queen, you are worthy of greatness. But it's we have to embody that greatness to see it with inside of ourselves, to believe it and, and, and see it and actually implement it. Right. And each day that we wake up, we have a new slate. We have a new slate. We have a clean slate for us to say, okay, we're going to we're going to flip the script on these negative thoughts that we're having and change it up and say to ourselves, no, today I'm going to I'm going to speak positivity to myself today. I'm going to embrace that where I am today. I'm going to say that I am an amazing person that deserves greatness and, you know, Everybody deserves happiness. So if that person's happy and that person's happy, good for them. I'm going to find my happiness. Now it's about me. Now it's about how I can wake up each day and be happy with myself and where I'm at, right? And know my value. Because it, it, initially, that's all what it is. It's That's how you're able to heal and be able to, you know, let go is again, focusing all that focus out on you, the most important person in the whole world. So I hope that I have not just shared great tips to you, but motivate you, inspired you to wise up and rise up and to elevate with this knowledge that I just shared with you. Well, again, you guys, if you guys, I always say it in all my videos, each one, teach one, share the love, share the knowledge. If you found value, make sure that you're spreading the knowledge. You know, even if you have a conversation with somebody else that you know who's going through a hard time, you know, share it. Because it, it doesn't mean I have to be about narcissists. It could mean maybe they're focusing too much on money. Maybe they're focusing on an ex, you know, that broke up with them or cheated on them or whatever. It works out to the same thing. Work. Spend time on focusing on working on your inner self and loving you. Um, so if you guys enjoyed, again, this podcast, make sure you're joining the Wise Up, Rise Up community. Go check out my TikTok channel. I drop um, amazing videos every day on TikTok, you know, at least twice a day. And then I just po- posted up a YouTube video. Go check that out as well. Um, my YouTube channel, you know, again, this community is to help you to grow, elevate, and Little by little, learn the ways to heal after narcissistic abuse. Again, I can't express my gratitude enough. Thank you so much for tuning in in this episode. And I'll talk to you guys again on another episode. Take care.